We've heard of Amazon Flex. We've heard of Whole Foods Amazon Prime video. But have we heard of Amazon Rideshare? Or I like to call Amazon Taxi. The rumor has it Amazon is trying to acquire a little-known autonomous vehicle company called I forget what it's called. What's it called? Zooks. Zooks. That's right. I looked at I looked at the my computer screen and I saw Zoom. I'm like, wait. I was about to say Zoom, but then Zoom is like the video chat that we use. So that's topic number one, grip wise. Just topic number two. Uber threatens is threatening to fire 158,000 rideshare drivers in California. I didn't even think there were that many drivers in California, and apparently, their jobs in jeopardy. And various other topics. Welcome back, Gripwisers. This is Jay, Brandon, and you are on the Gripwise Podcast, episode 31. Episode 31. Come a long way. We're, what a one. long season, dude. I mean, normally seasons like Game of Thrones, each season, eight to ten episodes. Let's not talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> Seinfeld. How many episodes in Seinfeld per season? Like 20? Uh, back in the day, they I feel like back in the day, they, everything had like 20 episodes. Yeah, like season, 20. Like 24. And here we are. Here we are, Gridwise Writer Weekly. We are, wow, we are, we are... Competing for the title of most episodes in a season. We're going to get to 100. It's going to be like an anime. Like, if you watch anime, they have, like, like 125 your, episodes in, like, all, a, all of our episodes like would turn to the Dragon Ball Z episodes. Just, like, <laughs> just like 30 minutes of you you and I just, like, uh, uh, like wondering about a topic and then never talking just, about uh, it. Just powering up. Yeah, just powering up. Just powering up. Uh, but kind of interesting topic today with amazon amazon um who they're like you said they're buying they're purchasing or they are in the process of bidding for zooks a lot of like acquisitions going on right now because we had like the grubhub uh uber potential acquisition as well which apparently they are failing but we'll get to that a little bit too we'll get to that that's it's that's gonna be interesting um but zooks uh is and an autonomous vehicle company that they actually mostly focus on delivery. So it makes a ton of sense for Uber if you've ever, or not Uber, but Amazon, if you've ever, like, you know, got anything uh, delivered, it makes a ton of sense for them to try to, uh, you know, purchase an autonomous suite for uh, delivery purposes. Um, but the thought here is obviously for delivery drivers, that's interesting. What happens to like our Amazon Flex at that point? But then also they're thinking uh, that this could be an entry point for Amazon to get in the rideshare space, um, which I think then would probably, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, Jay, but would put them in every single industry on earth at that point, which would be uh, quite the feat for them. If we didn't already include last mile delivery as its own industry in combination with taxi services, then... Yeah, yeah, they would be. So now they're basically competing for ride-sharing, the gig economy, also taxi, also autonomously. So that, I think that would put them in autonomously. everything. <laughs> How crazy is this? Yeah. I don't know a lot of gridwires just know this, but Amazon's in everything. They've got their tentacles spread into almost every segment, almost every industry that we know of, except space. They're not in aerospace, are they? Uh, I don't know. Do they have, uh, do they have any... Any equity in, in SpaceX? I don't know. That's definitely a good question for Gridwise. Mm-hmm. Just let us know in the comments. 
do your own research for yeah, us. Yeah. But what's interesting, what's interesting is, is, is Jay, how, how far do you think we are away from autonomous cards? If you had to guess, how far no. do you think we are? With my limited background in artificial intelligence and pulling stuff out of my butt from thin air, <laughs> my opinion is we are pretty far from autonomous vehicles because I'm just thinking it from a perspective of some of the worst trips I've had to do on Uber. There ain't no way no robot car would be able to figure out, I got to go pick up this dude in some back alley that he met was the opposite corner of this intersection or something strange like that. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like yeah. just, just think about like your worst trips ever navigating and just think about now what would a computer do in that situation? And you yeah. instantly you're just like, no way, no way. That requires a human being yeah. to reason and deduce <laughs> what to do in that situation. That's a really that's a really interesting point because like a lot of times we think about and there are like a ton of fringe cases in terms of you know just just pure driving, but that pickup can get tricky. Oh my goodness! You know so that pickup that pickup can get like if you're not there, what what the fuck is the car gonna do? You know, exactly. like what's this car gonna do? If, if what if like GPS? I mean, I think of a million reasons why artificial intelligence would just not know about that situation. I agree with you that I think AI is pretty far away. We actually, it's like a year ago, we had a pretty lengthy blog post about why, uh, at least I felt that autonomous vehicles were going to be, you know, five, not even five, like 10 years away. Um, so drivers need not fret at all. But one of the reasons that I thought, and I think that autonomous vehicles are going to be pretty far away is because... There's like this problem of utilization, right? And the fact that autonomous vehicles are going to be super expensive. So it's similar to like planes where if if an airline doesn't like literally always use a plane like 20 hours of the day, then they could easily lose money. And they're obviously losing a shit ton of money right now. Uh, but autonomous vehicles would be kind of a similar thing where if they don't have near 100% or 90% utilization meaning they're always getting rides and they could easily lose money. However, right now, Uber and Lyfts, they don't have near, they, you know, it's like 50%, 60%, maybe in terms of utilization, don't quote me on that, but not like super high. So given that, it would be hard to actually make the figures work out um, unless you have something like delivery. And then so that's where Amazon kind of has a little bit of an edge because, okay, can they leverage their autonomous vehicles not only for uh you know person person or you know moving people but also for moving goods and if they can figure that out then okay maybe it makes a little bit more sense to be a little bit quicker than than, than thought but uh there's still like a lot of hurdles to it get through makes total sense that last mile delivery solutions would have worked better than hauling people around because people are dynamic people's mm -hmm. needs and changes can be very fluid but mm -hmm. parcel delivery especially last mile it's not really that fluid you just need to get it from your distribution center to the home address right so i see a lot of and routes can be standardized right. routes aren't fluid at all you can standardize in fact UPS already standardizes routes. A lot of the major shipping companies. Yeah. I think I heard you're, they're not allowed to make 
any left hand turns because in the United States at left hand you would stop at red lights too much and that would waste time yeah. and gas. But I wonder if uh I mean, you know, for instance like Amazon Flex, like they're not necessarily standardized routes. I wonder like how much more inefficient it is. And if like you are doing like last mile to like to well, I'm I don't know. Like if you I guess like they they would be smart enough to figure out the most ideal route. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm I'm assuming if you can make AI, you mm-hmm. can figure out like a, like how to make the most ideal route. So so yeah, to answer your question, how far do I think autonomous vehicle is out? I would say for things that aren't related to delivering and transporting human beings around, I would say in the case of delivery, probably pretty close. Maybe within the next five years, we'll have mm. fully autonomous vehicles that do all sorts of delivery, especially for maybe even drones. A lot of people don't even talk about drones that much, but... You know, drones came out of nowhere. I remember being like, oh, cool. There's a thing that flies itself. And the next thing you know, everyone has drones that, like, can take videos for their YouTube channels. And then I don't even think about it. I think it's like, ask me 15 years ago if you told me that there were these miniature airplanes that you could fly with your mobile phone. I'm like, oh, what? That's My mind is blown. But, like, today, these days, I don't even think about it because it just seems so so normal. So I feel like in the next five years, we're going to be – in that normalcy where people don't even bat an eye. Like I order something on Amazon and next, you know, a drone delivers via some air path. Think it's going to be drones through my window <laughs> back there, drops it on my porch. Have yeah. you, uh, yeah, there is this, uh, there's like this comedian on, on Netflix that has like this bit. Uh, he has a special Netflix. I forgot his name. Uh, he has this bit about how Amazon's going to eventually just put stuff into our like hands before we even realize we want it. Because of uh, artificial intelligence, because AI just just guesstimates and predicts what you need and what you want. And I yeah. totally, dude, that's hilarious. Being a good comedian, yeah. you have to be very insightful and witty, right? You have to be witty because you have to come up with wit on the spot. But then you also yeah. have to be insightful to create these jokes that are super relevant because funny humor is like tying things of relevancy like together that people don't right. anticipate, right? You could like yeah. connect the dots that no one thinks so it could be possible. And then it makes sense. And then you go, Oh, that's hilarious. Cause that's what funny is. So it's yeah. like, because of that, I feel like comedians, the, the really funny ones, successful ones are, are so accurate sometimes with their predictions because they're able to, they're able to like look outside the box and tie these like connected dots between different yeah. topics. I wonder when he thinks uh, autonomous vehicles are, are going to come. Maybe we should, uh, we should They're definitely, you know, I would say within the next several years, autonomous vehicles would There's be several. You got to go out on a limb and have a have an exact prediction. Twelve years, which <laughs> okay, is it's not divisible by seven. So let's go fourteen, because I said 12. okay, okay. You next, think it's gonna be fourteen years until autonomous? Fourteen vehicles. years until fully autonomous becomes well okay. So are we are we talking about like delivery or are we talking about moving people? Moving people on the roads. Everybody has autonomous. I think in the next 17 years, everyone will have autonomous. Everyone? Everyone. Okay. I think that... Everybody. You are going to start to see more autonomous delivery in the next five, or not in the next five years, but between five to seven years, I would expect. Um, I would expect to see... um, I wouldn't expect to see people being moved significantly for 10 to 15 years, though. 
So, I mean, from a driver's standpoint, if you're doing delivery or, you know, uh, you know, moving people, it, like right now, I, I just don't think it's that much, it's a concern really at all. That stuff is just so far away that it doesn't make sense to to worry about. I just trying to base it off of how much technological innovation has happened in 15 year segments. So 15 years ago mm. versus where now. were we 15 years ago? We were, we were, where were we 15? We were, pre, we were at razor we were, phones. Yeah. We were, we were razor phones. phones for sure. Pre social um, media, pre gig, anything, everything. Was what do you think is the biggest, what do you think is the biggest technological leap in the, in the last 15 years? The rise of the smartphone without a doubt, hands down the rise of a computer in your hand that can access the, also the, the, the widely, just the wide distribution of the internet. So mm-hmm. in, co- in conjunction with the smartphone. So now you have this like tool that can reach out to the web anywhere in the world, anytime with high bandwidth data streams. You don't have to dial up to a modem and wait. Overnight to download an, a song on Napster, that's three megabytes, right? You can upload high resolution videos, Man. live stream it from- Napster days. From a battleground in the Middle East for everybody to watch on Facebook. I think that's hands down the biggest technological advancement that humanity has ever seen in the last 15 years. The rise of those two things. And it's like spawned a whole industry of new industries. I mean, we got, we were just talking about Amazon, Amazon Web Services, cloud computing. Yeah. Uh, Mm. Google, uh, what a GCP, Google Cloud Services. Yeah. I I think it's, it's interesting that social media. I like uh, yeah, I'm, I, the the things that I think are huge technological advancements are simply ways that make communicating between people faster, and because that's kind of like our major weakness as humans is is that we can't. It's difficult for us to pass information from one from from one another, right? Whereas if I wanted to, for instance. Now, if I wanted to send you, like, I could send you a huge file with tons of information over, like, Slack or, or even or email or something like that. But if I wanted to tell you a bunch of information, it would take, like, hours for me to just, even if I have, you know, even if we have internet, if we have, even if we have a video call, I have to, like, talk to you about it and kind of walk you through everything. Um, but that's become a lot faster now because, again, we can kind of communicate over internet now a lot faster we can obviously like, you know, phones were like a huge innovation that communication gets faster. So as we figure out ways to, for one human brain to get the same information as another human brain, I think that's where you're going to see like the biggest innovations going forward into, into the future. That is quite the analysis. I, it's I, like, imagine I like, if, I like imagine if uh, this is such a tangent off of anything right here, but like, imagine like one day if, I could, if we could just like sync up, like literally just put like a wire in each other's head and instantly know everything about whatever. Like if we need, if a meeting, you know, wasn't, oh, we need to talk about this. It was just, let me sync up in your head for for 10 seconds. And then boom, we are, we're on the same page. Dude, that'd be, we would explode in innovation or we would implode because everybody starts thinking the same. (laughs) I don't know. That's a really good. That's a really good thought. Experiment. There. It's interesting though. It's interesting. Something, though. I, I hope a comedian picks that up and <laughs> makes a joke. See, 
<laughs> I made I made that funny because I tied two two disrelated subjects together. Made you, you laugh. Did. Maybe I should do stand up. Cool. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comments. Should Gerwise do J do stand up? Because he's a clown. <laughs> All right, let's get back. This is supposed to be a rideshare podcast. Back on track. So we 158,000 California drivers. Uber says they could all lose their rideshare jobs. If forced to become if forced to become employees, employees which yeah. is such a like man this this topic right now is so big this is like uh this is so huge in the fight in california everyone's paying attention because that's gonna be it mm-hmm. so if yeah they're they're saying that uh not only are they saying uh, they're if if they're become employees then 158,000 drivers are just aren't gonna be able to drive anymore um, but they also are saying that prices for rides are going to increase by 20% to 120% in your favorite, uh, you know, pl- uh, place in California, Inland Empire. They could see r- prices rise as much as 120%. They actually have like this little, this little kind of dashboard here in, in, uh, Just- in San Francisco, prices are going to rise 20 to 30%. LA, they say 30 to 40%. Palm Springs, they say 70 to 80%. No idea where these numbers come it's, from. I was going to say, it probably came from a Macy sale. Sounds, sounds like a, a, what? a Macy sale. Anywhere from 20 to 120% <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Just take it in a register and we'll figure it out then. And it turns out to be like 15% off if you apply Macy's? for Macy's credit card. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Macy's let's just just throw out like <laughs> just throw out sales like it's no tomorrow. Yeah, last sale of the year. Yeah, it's like the they'll day. have like a they'll have like a yeah like a forty five percent off sale back to back to like a sixty five percent off sale to a thirty percent off sale to like a seventy percent off sale. Doesn't matter. Any time of year, there's always a sale going on. Makes me yeah, wonder. If you, right? Hold on a second. Something's not right. Yeah. How can there you, always be sale? If you what days am I getting screwed? <laughs> what are they phoning me? <laughs> if you're not buying stuff on sale at Macy's, you are absolutely getting ripped off. <laughs> you are a thousand percent. Uh, thousand Same percent. thing with actually Banana Republic, actually. And they're always like on the sale. Gap. <laughs> always on sale. Do not buy anything for regular price at Banana Republic or the Gap or else you are getting basically scammed. So that, little tidbit. Get that banana. That's what you yeah. <laughs> so that's where Uber got these numbers from in terms of what the price sure were, did. Uh, we're going to be increasing here because they say, yeah, like 50 to 60% increase in, in Orange County. So I feel like they're just making, yeah, they're absolutely just pulling numbers out of their ass. I mean, Oh yeah. We don't know. We expect the price to increase. Well, 127%. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, who knows what's going to, what would actually happen? I don't think that they have like a great grasp of what's really going to happen or else they would, you know, probably have a better grasp of a lot of things right now but i mean i can definitely see how you would see a bit of you would see a price increase and if you look at you know new york uh those drivers that are now have like an hourly pay like you definitely are seeing some uh not an hourly pay it's like uh what uh what's new york structure now new york city what structure because like I don't know why I'm, I know this. I don't know why I'm completely blanking on this, but they essentially uh, have like a- They stop drivers from becoming- Right, because they have like a base. 
But they have like a base hourly. Yeah, yeah. The base. Pay. I think it works out to be. Oh, I don't. I don't remember either. Was it fifteen or thirty dollars per hour? I don't. It's not thirty. It's not fifteen. It's like I think it's like twenty-two or something like that. But what any like they have like their kind of you know base there, and then so you have a lot of drivers that can't get online just like whenever they want, uh, which drivers hate there. That's what they so mean you, by threatening one hundred fifty-eight thousand drivers. Yeah, a lot of drivers. So you definitely they don't think about that. Like, if you do have these restrictions to how much you make, like minimums, mm-hmm. these companies don't have to guarantee you the ability to work whenever you want. Like you may yeah. not even be able to work that day. Sorry, can't go online today because a thousand other drivers have already taken your spots. We only have room for a thousand. So drivers, yeah. the, they don't, they don't, they don't think about these things. Some drivers, they don't think about these things. Like, you know, oh yeah, let's great, let's all let's get them to make us, you know, employees. So here's the thing: a lot of drivers they want, they equate being employees to getting treated fairly, and making more money, and those two are not together they don't go hand in hand just because you're no just not because, necessarily no. not necessarily like just because you're an employee doesn't mean that you will make more so that's that's mm-hmm. like a disjointed thought that people have because they're thinking about minimum wage they're thinking about oh well, now we're guaranteed a minimum but what they don't think is all of the things that come with having more control over someone's income and that is right. determining when and where they work i right. sound like i sound like us we'll make We'll make you more money. We'll let you know when and where to drive. Yeah. But instead, it's like uh, we determine when when you work, where you work, and how long you work for. And that doesn't mean – I mean, think about it. What other company employs 158,000 drivers? I mean, think about it. What is the largest – Well, they employ 209,000 in California. So think – yeah, what large corporation? I think like any large corporation out there, you think like, like – GE. GE, Amazon, Disney, 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 Tesla. How much do they employ? Maybe thirty thousand to fifty thousand employees. Yeah, that's that's the corporate structure, right? So you have what did you say? Two hundred fifty plus thousand. Two hundred nine thousand. Two hundred nine thousand drivers in California. Dude, you make all those employees, you'd be the largest, one of the largest employers in the state of California. I think the first would be mm. either Walmart or the government, and then third would be Uber. And they're contract yeah. drivers. There's no way. There's no way you would be able to afford as a company to pay all of 200 quarter million people that much money in wages, guaranteed. I think as grid wise, we're very much pro. We just want. We just we're just pro drivers. So you know whatever the drivers will, you know let it be. But I think it's worth understanding that if you are an employee, you're obviously going to have. There's going to be some pros, but there's also going to be some cons potentially where, yeah, you're not. And flexibility is a big thing for all drivers, right? And your job security. It's flexibility, job security. Like you generally are pretty secure in being able to drive for Uber or Lyft or whatever. Um, That you could, you a little bit more kind of, uh, you know, you got to be kind of a good driver or whatever, Uber or Lyft or whatever. Do you think, you think. Do you think the drivers with a sub four seven rating, you think they're going to be allowed to stay on the platform? No. You think the drivers yeah. out there who have this jaded mentality of customer ser- zero customer service, all I'm doing is getting a PAX from A to B. PAX suck. PAX are rude. 
right? There's a lot of drivers out there that have that mentality. Do you think the drivers that are waking up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and driving at 2 a.m., taking breaks whenever they want, you waking can't, up late? You can't necessarily take – you can't necessarily drive whenever you want. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're not to, waking like, up at 2 p.m. when they make you an employee, all right? Your right. ass is getting up at predetermined times during the rush hour when there's when there's demand to be had, okay? Your ass yeah. is getting up 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. for a shift, and then you're cut off. And then yeah. you're, you're back online 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. for the dinner evening rush, and that's it. That's your work day. No, not many people think about these things. They just think, oh, yeah. They think, I'm going to I'm gonna get my guaranteed minimum wage, right, from Uber because of the laws, and I'll get to still maintain the lifestyle that I want, which is – to drive whenever I want. No, 100%. That's not how economics work. That's not how businesses work. Things have to yeah. make sense. And it it just, would, yeah, things wouldn't be very, it, it wouldn't be just like a snap your finger, boom, everything's good, right? I mean, again, like we're, nece- we're not, I don't think we're necessarily against like drivers I'm definitely not against it. I, I want to say like employed. I'm totally for drivers making more money. I am yeah. not for drivers making less. I think Uber and Lyft, have been boning drivers for the longest time and they should be paying them more. Right. Yeah. So, but I just want to shine light to the idea of being so vocal about AB five and wanting, wanting to be classified as a classification that doesn't even fit the mold. I mean, there's, I mean, we're talking about classifying contractors that do gig work into something that predates gig work. Right. Like you're trying to classify this, like comparing apples and oranges before apples and oranges, like a new fruit that, that's newly discovered. That's mm-hmm. not even the same. Gig work itself is not the same as employee or independent contractor. There needs to be a new classification, a classification that works for gig work. Right. The one that actually classifies it correctly with the right mix the right ingredients otherwise if you're using everything that you've that you've i mean employee status what that classification has been around since i don't know franklin delano roosevelt in like the 1920s the 30s i mean this is an outdated class classification system is what i'm yeah yeah it would be interesting you know it's kind of you know the the uh, thought experiment of okay if, if you reinvented invented uh employee employment statuses how what would make sense for today and i think that's more you know i think that's a little bit more of of what we should be doing because again like you want everyone wants to be able to maintain that flexibility like 70 80 percent of drivers drive because they love the flexibility night but at the same time hey you don't want to be left out to drive from an unemployment standpoint you don't want to be you know completely left out of out to drive from like a six standpoint you want to have you want to have better benefits you want to have simply you know some like a expense reimbursement um you know i'm definitely very 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 much in favor of drivers pushing ab5 uh with the goal actually of just getting a better just getting a better deal there needs to be a better deal i mean coronavirus this pandemic has really shed light into the situation here so far, yeah. remember when Dara wrote a letter to the White House and mm-hmm. then the speakers of the House begging that Uber's drivers 
you guys, the contractors, us, we don't get left out on the CARES Act. We don't get left out on stimulus money. And the government listened. That itself shed light on just how broken the system currently is. Like you said, you need that safety net that's afforded with regular employment. Right. It really brought to light that drivers need a safety net still. Those of you who aren't technically employees, you can't just be left out in the dust because look what happened with the pandemic hit. 2.5 yeah. million drivers were now at risk of losing income and also contracting illness and not having enough to pay for it. Right. And no one's no one's rushing back to to drive right now. No one wants to rush back to drive. It, it doesn't it doesn't feel safe right now. And a lot of drivers that are like on on unemployment right now are making pretty pretty decent amount. And I don't Some expect. essential workers are pissed off. The ones that are still making minimum wage and they still have to work because yeah. they could be collecting minimum from the government in addition to state, which is like double what they're making, but right. they can't because they didn't lose their jobs. But yeah, well, obviously it's gonna it's gonna like that. Those unemployment benefits are gonna run out. Drivers right now, not necessarily rushing to get out. It's not in, it's not the safest environment. Obviously, in the world, you have a lot of drivers with pre existing conditions. You don't want you know you 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 want people to have some ability to have a little bit of a safety net. And uh, you know, personally, I think AB again, I think AB five is great in terms of pushing leverage get a better deal they're offering what what are they offering right now 120 percent of minimum wage you can get that up to 200 get all those expenses expenses reimbursed get some sick days get some unemployment yeah they're not going to offer you the best deal that they can handle right they're going to offer you no. what they think you'd be satisfied with yeah right and that's this what is... they think but there's a better deal there's, there's a, a better, better deal, deal. Haggle, bargain, amplify. There's a better deal, but like, and again, AB five has is means leverage. That's why it's important. It's important to have the people that really seriously want AB five and want employment status. That is incredibly important because those are the people that are going to really be pushing uh, the leverage. I don't know how they'll feel if you know. Okay, drivers are just getting two hundred twenty percent or something like that of of minimum wage plus like expenses and some some benefits sick pay maybe unemployment that feels like a pretty solid package to me if you can if you can build that but that ab5 piece to me is really important because you put so much pressure not only in california but across the country across the the world really on uber and lyft these delivery companies as well sometimes the delivery companies kind of skate skate by this whole thing but then you get you guys as well uh but yeah, a lot of pressure there. So get get a get a deal, get a deal. There's a deal to be made. There's always a deal to be made. I think that's times up for us. This was a long one. I feel like we've been talking for yeah, like for a while. Yeah, thirty-five minutes. Oh, yeah, we didn't. I feel like we didn't even get to everything. But we uh, did not. I feel like we can always people, save those for another. Podcast. The people are sick of hearing us. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Guys, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure you like this video. And if you're listening on the podcast platform of your choice, make sure you like those too. And continue to follow us on those platforms. Once again, this is Jay. And Brandon. And we'll see you on the next one.